You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your hosts, Peter and Steve. Good morning, I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, Presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, and a four-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, and a three-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London and London Community News Reader's Choice Award. Thank you for listening today. We hope you listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10, as we'll provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, the phone lines are open. So give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Or you can send an email to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. And that can be sent anytime uh, when we're on the air or off the air. And we'll answer the questions uh, either today or the next Saturday that we're on the radio. And if you call in today, Jen is not feeling very well today. <laughs> She's got a little bit of a cold, so give her your cold remedies, you know, whether it's chicken noodle soup or whatever that is, give that to her before you come on the radio with us to make her feel better. The old wool sock with the Vicks Vapor Rub? Around. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's really comfortable. <laughs> so <laughs> give her some uh, ideas of how she can get better quickly. Um, you better you better remember Tom as well. Well, yep. We were at the London Lightning game. Yes. Uh, what were we doing there, Steve? We were selling 50-50 tickets uh, for the Sanders Schmirler Foundation for prenatal care. And I was walking in with just got my, my float and my smock. And who do I see? I see Tom walking around. I said, Tom, 50-50 ticket, man. Did he win? No. Yeah. That's because he didn't buy the ticket from me. If okay. he had bought it from me, I think I sold the winning ticket that night. Really? Did yeah. they Did they do an accounting on that? To no, find... they didn't, but I just feel oh, you that. feel that. Yeah. Okay. And I was feeling I won $60 million until Jen mentioned it was in Owen Sound. Were you in Owen Sound no, last week? I wasn't in Owen Sound. Okay. So, so now I'm feeling depressed that I didn't win the $60 million. Okay. So. Well, it would have been good because we would have had the week off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we would have. The whole city the would whole... have had the week off. But... Uh, so it was good to see Tom, and thank you to everybody who donated uh, at the fifty-fifty. And uh, we how much was how much was the pot? Uh, nine hundred seventy-two dollars to the winner. To the winner, and nine hundred seventy-two dollars to the Sanders Schmirler Foundation for premature babies. Great. So we were happy to give that, and we were the sponsor of that night, the Roy Inchon Sons. So that was a lot of fun. We got to toss the basketball. That was my first London Lightning game. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, it, it really. If you've never been to one, I would highly recommend. A very entertaining. Yep. It yes. is. Uh, and we were at the home show last weekend, or sorry, <laughs> uh, Steve was at the home show Yeah, where last were you? Weekend. I was uh, kind of stiff at the home show, yeah, but I was yeah, up in uh, Stratford at the Canadian Junior Curling Championship. We had a lot of comments. Yeah. So what they did, they took a stand-up and put my face on it. Yes. And put it behind a tree. So it looked like I was looking through at the palm trees. Keeping your eye on us, yep. making sure we were at work. Yeah. So I had a few people tell me that they had saw me at the home show. So. Actually, yeah, you buffed up quite a bit, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're in better shape. Yeah, I wish I could look like that all the time. So. <laughs> but uh, So thanks, everybody, who stopped by. We heard from all the other 
employees were mentioning that you had mentioned where's Steve, where's Peter. You know, we listen on the home show or on the um, Inch by Inch home show, so we appreciate that very much. Absolutely. Uh, and thank you for stopping in to say hello. And I should mention uh, any caller in today, one caller will win a free duck cleaning if you call in. So, well, Milton would be pleased. Yep. Yeah, phone lines are open, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. And we, we had mentioned earlier about the Reader's Choice Award. Right. And, you know, go in and vote for us. And we appreciate everybody's vote because we've now made the finals in the Reader's Choice Award. So Roy Inch and Sons, a service expert company, is in the finals in the following categories. Under business services, we're under heating and cooling, plumbing and water purification, and under under shopping, we're under best customer service. So we didn't make best radio personalities. No. We didn't. I know you were really looking forward to that. When I you were was really... pushing that. Yeah. You know, I, was, I had it on LinkedIn and Facebook. I was really pushing that. I didn't really have much hope for us. But... <laughs> so, well, yeah. Some of these <laughs> have been here for 20 years, I guess. You know, we've only been here yeah. for, you know, a yeah. year and a half. So. You, you, need, you need to get your face on the side of a bus too, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, we don't. That might turn away business. Okay. All right. There's a reason why we're on the radio, That's Steve, right. but we're not the radio. on the radio. Exactly. You know, so. We got it. Yes. But, so we'd really appreciate if you could take some time to go to uh, London Community News Reader's Choice Award 2016 and give us a vote uh, because we're in the finals. We'd appreciate that very much. We'd love to become four time winners. And um, anything that we can do to promote, we will. So please. Uh, Take some time and do that. Okay. Are we um, going to talk about business? Yeah. <laughs> no. What? Some, are we supposed to talk about heating? <laughs> Something. Okay. Well, there was, um, it was in the free press earlier this week, and with everything that's going on in Flint with all the lead in the water. Right. Um, there was some people going around and doing water testing and then knocking on the door, I'll, let's test your water, and then saying the water was bad and the water you needed to buy a all this equipment. So we wanted to make sure out there, don't do business with somebody who knocks at your door. Whether it's heating, water heaters, or plumbing, that, that's not the proper way to do business. If they're testing your water and they say it's bad, get a second test. Um, we, we do free water testing. That's so right. we have a bottle that you can pick up at our shop, take it home, fill it up at your tap, bring it back to us, and we'll send it away and get it tested and tell you if your water's fine or if there is something in it, what you could do. But it isn't tested on the spot and then say, okay, you need to spend $3,000. Exactly. And I got a truck around the corner that can put that in this afternoon. Yes. So um, it was mentioned in the free press, and we appreciate them bringing it forward. Um, but we want to make sure everybody's aware of that. Because yeah, we actually had a couple of calls in this weekend to the store uh, with that same question. Yeah, and yeah. there's only, I mean, in the older, older, older parts of London, there could still be some lead involved, but the water is tested a lot by the city to make sure that it's at a acceptable level or below. Right. So uh, only if you're really, really worried about it. I mean, when I moved into my place in Byron, I had the water tested, uh, and it was just because there was some discoloration. And I wanted to see what that was, but it wasn't due to, I was worried about lead or anything like that. So, 
So we've, uh, we're going to head to a break, and then when we come back, we'll get into the real heating and cooling and uh, plumbing problems that we have that's been sent in this week. But the phone lines are open, so you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Thank you and welcome back. And we're going to head right to the phone lines where we have James on the line. Uh, go ahead with your question, James. Hi there. I just had a question about uh, smart thermostats. Um, like the Nest or the Ecobee, do they really provide any kind of significant savings over like a regular thermostat that you might already have? That's a great question, James. Um, I have a Nest at home, um, and I can tell you that it just makes you more aware of of your energy use, and by doing that, I think it it makes you more cognizant, so then you become, you you probably do some things to fine-tune your heating and cooling just so that you can save a little bit, but I, I, it provides me with a monthly report, and I get a – if I have a – if my usage is over what it was last month, it, it'll explain why that is. Maybe it was the weather. Maybe we changed some settings in the house. But it's actually it, – it was it's pretty good. Well, that's awesome. Um, are there – is there one unit that might be better than another? Are there, like, higher-end units and lower-end units to look at? No. And I'll let Steve answer it a little more, but to me, it is more how you're going to use the thermostat. Yeah. So the I have a Nest in my home, but we have an Ecobee at work. Um, I like the Nest at home because it it I have it on on learning, so it learns my life. And when I was away a lot last week at the uh, curling in Stratford, it learned that I wasn't coming home at six at night. I was coming home at eleven, and it adjusted for that. So there's there's a lot of benefits that way, but the Ecobee does the it, same. The Ecobee, it's like they're both. The Ecobee actually has a another feature. They've it's kind of like a um, alternate sensor. So if you've got a room that you like to frequent, but it's not in the room where the thermostat is, the Nest sometimes if it doesn't see you will will go into sleep mode. Where the Ecobee, once you walk into the other room where the thermostat is, and it knows you're there and still keeps the heat running. So they they both have some great options. I, I attribute it to my, like I wear a Fitbit as well, so I, not that I'm not physically active, but I tend to be more physically active I, I, to get my steps in when I know I haven't got them done today. That's the same thing I with the Nest or the Ecobee. Knowing what your energy savings are, you can just, as I said, fine-tune them and, and maybe do a little bit better. Well, that sounds fantastic. Thanks for your help, guys. You're welcome. Thanks, James. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Um, and we've, uh, thanks, James, for that call in. We also received uh, an email that's come in. Uh, it says, good morning. We live on a farm and we use well water. About a year and a half ago, our toilet had a run on and did that for some time during one day. By the time we noticed that it had been continuously running, which I flicked the handle, the flush handle, and it fixed it. Now, I'll mention something there. If your toilet's doing that, call us. Yes. You know, you shouldn't have to flick the handle. It, it, that's a sign that we need to fix that, make sure that it's closing down. Um, I think the well was almost empty 
and there was actually sand in the toilet. Since then, the water pressure has been lower than it has been before. How can we get the water pressure to increase? Can we adjust it somehow? There is no problem with the water level. We never are short of water. The kitchen faucet is also slower. Thank you. Um, well, they're obviously, they're obviously on a sandpoint well, so it's not a deep well. No. And since they've taken some sand in through the system, uh, there's some sand in that system. They're going to have to get that cleaned up. Right. And it could, you know, it could be in the pump, which now it isn't pushing as much right. uh, water through that pump because it's full of sand. In the kitchen, it could be the aerator. Yeah. If they had sand in the uh, toilet, they may have sand in the aerator. So take the aerator off and clean out the sand. And people can do that if you ever notice on any faucet, if it has an aerator and you notice, the, you know, it's shooting out one way, sideways or something, take the aerator off, clean out any debris that's in there. Yeah, because there's a little screen inside there. Yes. And put that back on. That may fix the kitchen. But the flow, to increase the flow, you definitely, if it started drawing in sand, we got sand in the system that we yes. got to get removed. So yeah. I hope that helps. Um, thank you very much for the email in. We appreciate that. Yes. Um, you know, give us a call if you still would like us to take a look at that. We'd be more than happy to come out and see what we could do. Um, we did have a, a caller send in that said, I'm thinking of renting a water heater. And I'm wondering, should I buy one instead? Can you tell me what the difference between renting and buying in? And that was from Sue. Well, Sue, um, that's a very good question as well. We we do both. We we sell and install water heaters, and we also rent water heaters. And our rental is a little bit different. We have a rent to own. So what all that means is that it's a it's a ten year contract, and you. After 10 years of renting, the water heater is yours. So in some cases, it, it's a, it really is an individual preference. Some people want to rent, and if you rent, then we are responsible for the water heater. If anything goes wrong with it, then we have to come out and service it. If you own it and you have a service call, then that's on your tag, so you have to pay for that. And most water heaters we're finding now are built in the U.S., and with the, our dollar we're seeing price increases on water heaters um, about every 15, 30 days at the longest. There seems to be another price increase that they're going up. So right. I think you're going to see the price of buying getting higher and higher. Um, but there is, it depends uh, how long you're going to stay in the home. That's right. Versus, you know, whether you want to purchase a water heater out. You can even finance a water heater. Um you know, buy a furnace, air, and a water heater, put it all through on financing. That's right. So there is a couple of options that way, and, and uh, especially with the tankless. They well, can... some people are finding that tanklesses are, are almost better to do on the rent-to-own because they don't have to have that, because a tankless is certainly more expensive. They don't have to have that outlay of money in the first in the first little bit. It's paid for over 10 years. And, of course, our, our tankless rental rate includes the annual maintenance, which must be done on a tankless water heater. And Steve, <laughs> why would maintenance must be done on a tankless? Well, only because I can speak of experience. When you don't do a maintenance on your tankless water heater, it will let you down. It will not provide you hot water. So, so you're telling me that your tankless hot water heater had a problem? 
This is is this like a surprise to you? No, I love you, bringing I know. this up. You bring every it up time. every time we can. <laughs> yes, I thought I was. I thought my water heater was on my plan, as my furnace and air conditioner are. Uh, but when the tech came, because we were having intermittent water problems, when Craig came to service or have a look at my water heater, you said, "Let me just. I'll do a when. Let me just just, just check it. When's the last time you have a maintenance on it?" And I said, "I don't know." It'll be on the records. But once he found out that it was over two years, he said, we're going to stop now, Steve, and we're going to do the maintenance first, and then we'll see what it needs. And, of course, that fixed the problem up right away. So it's just, and and the biggest part of a maintenance is about a 45-minute flush, a vinegar flush that we put through the heat exchanger just to clean out any buildup that has occurred in there. Yeah, and uh, Craig shared with me there was quite a bit of buildup, so yes. But it works great now, no problems. Well, that's wonderful. And and you have your med- maintenance scheduled for next year? Everything's looked after. Perfect. That's that's what we should be doing. That we don't <laughs> have to worry about it. It's already set up and scheduled for next year. So that's a a good thing. So thanks, Sue. And one thing we should mention on rental water heaters, we put in an anti scald valve or mixing valve, it's called by some people. That's correct. Um why do we do that? Well, your hot water heater, according to the plumbing code, uh, you can't, domestic water has to come out of the tap at about 120 degrees. Water heaters themselves, the tank itself should be set at 140. So now we have a conflict already. And the reason we keep, they should be at 140 is to stop any bacteria growth that may occur in the tank. So at 140 degrees, no bacteria can grow. The tank, the water sits in the good state. But you're not supposed to deliver that temperature to the homeowner. So uh, plumbing code states, like, you have to have a mixing device to get that temperature from 140 back down to 120. And sometimes if a homeowner wanted hotter water, he just turns up the dial, that's still only going to allow 120-degree water coming out. It's a safety feature as well. Right, and and because we have a plumbing department, we're doing everything by code and to make sure it's done. But there's a lot of uh, water heater companies out there that will not put that any mixing valve or any scald valve in, and it's definitely something that we do on every single water heater. Well, at 140 degrees, uh, a child can burn their hands in seconds. It doesn't take long. And back in the 80s, you know, it was long before this happened. We, unfortunately, there was a little baby that did uh, go up... uh, Climb up the stairs, get on the toilet, get into a basin, and then turn some turn the hot water, water on. on and ended up getting scalded. And we don't want to ever see that again, and that would be something we put through. And it wasn't anything we did wrong. Um, what comes out is figures is a hockey bag hit the dial on the water heater and turned it higher than 140. And then with her climbing up there and turning it on, she ended up getting scalded. So... We'll always put that in, and we'll make sure that that does it. And we also we verify that that the dials are set properly because when we go back on our return visit, we always take a picture of yep. the dial. Perfect. Yeah. Well, we're going to go to a break here in a moment, and then we're going to come right back to a caller that we have on the lines. Um, so, if you, again, the phone lines are open, 519-643-2222. And one eight six six three five four eight two five five. Remember, when you call in, give Jen the recipe of how to get better from a cold. 
You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Welcome back. We're going to head right to the phone lines uh, where we have a caller. Go ahead with your question. Okay, we live on a farm and have, use well water. Um, about a couple years ago, the well almost went dry because the bathroom had was run, kept running. Right. You know, not a lot, but <clears throat> just throughout the day we weren't home. So then when we did notice it, there was actual sand in the toilet. So ever since then, it seems like the water pressure has not been what it was before, although we don't run out of water or anything. So I just wondered, is there a way to adjust that to the increase in pressure? Um, there is. I mean, first thing, as soon as we see sand has got drawn in, we probably have sand that's got in the whole system into the pump and into, you know, into your taps. You may have some water flow problems at different taps as well. Okay. So we really got to get that sand cleaned out. Okay. Um, so most likely the water pressure, it is the pump, has, has sand in it. So the impeller isn't pushing as much water as it would if that sand was removed. Okay. So it's, it's unfortunately not a, I'm going to say an easy fix, but it, it's something that should get done. And whatever toilet was running... I would get a new, uh, you know, flush valve or, um, you know, handle in there to prevent that from ever happening. Yes, yeah, so future. it doesn't happen again. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So how would you clean out that water? Well, they may have to pull the pump up uh, if it's down there to clean that all out. Um, you may have to take the aerators off the taps uh-huh. uh, and run the water until they see no more sand coming. Um, do you have any tap problems? Not really. No. So you might just, you know what I mean by an aerator? Like the, on the end of the tap. Yeah. Yes. You might unscrew one of those. You know, kitchen's normally the easiest one. Yeah. And just see if there's any sand that has got into that at all. Oh, okay. Um, and if there isn't, then it might not be completely through the house. It may just be up into that toilet. Yeah, yeah. well, we did ha- we do have a new faucet in the in the on the sink so but still still the water pressure is still low there as well um the kitchen sink yes new so i don't know like i took it off the other day and it went sort of brown and then it sounds like it's a it really is a it's a pump issue so your your pump would need to be serviced just Uh to get to get everything to get the sand out of it okay 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 is that a costly thing uh it it's not to find out exactly what it is then the repair depending if the pump can be taken apart and cleaned out or whether it has to be replaced could be costly okay fine then okay thank you thank you, you. Bye. yeah so it's that that's definitely you know any toilets or anything like that that's sticking you know we always flip the handle there it goes you don't go back to bed if it was at night but that's a sign get that repaired i mean the amount of water we're wasting well especially if they're on a sand point those those aren't deep wells and yeah if that toilet's been running it would it it once it got to the sand then there's trouble and if you don't if you don't realize if your toilet is running we do have uh toilet test 
strips that you can put into your toilet. Yeah, we gave out a whole bunch at the uh, home show. Yeah. So yeah. They, uh, they just peel off a card that we have. I'll call it a postcard. And you set it in the tank at the back. So take the lid off, drop it in, wait about a half an hour. And then look in the bowl, lift up the seat, look in the bowl and see if it has a color has turned a bluish purple. Right. If it has, that tells you that your toilet is leaking water. If it hasn't turned a bluish purple, then you're okay. Um, your toilet isn't leaking. Right. But you should check it every now and then. So like once a year, like same thing when you're doing your smoke detectors, just, um, you know, you need to be checking your toilets as well. Yeah, because a leaky toilet over a year can fill up a swimming pool. Yeah, so. it's it's phenomenal how much water can run through a toilet. Yeah. yeah, so it's definitely something, and, you know, like we just heard, it can also cause you other problems down the road. If That's right. If, yes. Um, so we had a, a call in, or an email in, sorry, from John, and John says, how can I find the right system for me and make sure it's sized correctly. Now, I think when he's talking system, I think he's talking furnace or air conditioner, or okay. maybe both. But how? what do we do to determine that you're getting the right furnace and air and that it's sized right for the home? Well, we, with, with any, once you decide that you want to purchase a new furnace or an air conditioner, we do an in-home consultation with you. And that usually takes anywhere from 60 to 90 minutes. And what happens with that is, we go into your home and we sit down and we ask you uh, some questions just to find out, you know, how you live in your home. Do you have any uh, allergy problems or breathing issues or cold spots in the house? Or we, we really do an intensive uh, questionnaire just so that we can kind of ferret out any issues that may or may not be happening in the house so that when we're, when we're assessing the home, then we can make recommendations for you. And that's all they are is recommendations. You can choose to do whatever, you know, we recommend or not recommend for you. So once that is complete, then we also do an assessment of the house. And what I mean by assessment, we do a a load calculation. And that load calculation is we measure the square footage. We measure the, the perimeter of the house and the walls and the windows. And we look at insulation values and we plug them all into a sheet that we that we carry or a computer program that I carry. And that will tell me exactly the heating and cooling requirement for your home. And that's important because when you sign on the dotted line, if, if a consultant has not done a load calculation for you, then when you sign that piece of paper, you are taking ownership of correctly sizing the equipment in your home. So if it doesn't work properly, there's really, you have, you don't really have any, anywhere to go with us. If I've, if I've made an error in the calculation, that is our, that's our responsibility. So we have to come good on that. And, and if I've made an error on the furnace size, then we will come back and put the proper size furnace in once we verify that it was incorrect. So, uh, the heat load calculation is, it is the only accurate way of determining the correct size of heating and air conditioning for your home. The only way. And you have to, you just went through i I'm licensed, yes. Went through a two-day update? Uh, the, yeah, the update was two days, yes. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, it's a, a it's a four-day course, and then there was a, then there was some changes to the building code, and then we had to update on those. Yeah, and it, and, you know, not, not an easy course. This isn't sit down <laughs> and do, and I got to take it still, so any tips you can give me can help me out, because I got to go and update mine. Yeah, so. study. Yeah, study. Yes. So. 
Now, we did uh, quickly hear, if you were thinking you were going to listen to the half uh, MedPoint Half Hour Health, oh, they've right. moved from 9.30 to, to 10. 10. So, uh, you know, hang on. They'll be, they'll be on in another 15 minutes. But you might remember last week we got a call in or an email in from Sandy who had a York heat pump right. that she bought in 1987. They only used it for air conditioning. But she's now sent in another question saying, if I was going to replace it, should I get a heat pump or should I just get an air conditioner? Good. That's a good question. Uh, all I would say to that is if she, if her furnace is a natural gas furnace and it's high efficiency, natural gas is the most cost-effective way to heat your home today. Gas prices, natural gas prices are very inexpensive. And with the efficiencies and the hydro savings that furnaces can achieve today, your gas furnace is the best way to heat your home. So in saying that to Sandy, then I would just say, Sandy, your best bet would be to purchase only an air conditioner, not a heat pump, because you don't, you don't need the heating portion of that heat pump, which runs on electricity to do any heating in your home anymore, because your gas furnace can achieve that. So just an air conditioner. Good. Okay. Well, we're going to head to a break, but remember the phone lines are open and one winner today will win a free duct cleaning or one caller in will win a free duct cleaning. Great. So give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to head right to the phone lines. We got Ivana on the phone. Hello. Hello. Hi. My name's Yvonne. Yvonne, sorry about that. And uh, my question is, uh, when someone's in the shower and you turn the hot water on and you freeze them out, is there, a, <laughs> <laughs> is there something that you can uh, put on so that this doesn't happen? Did you do it on purpose? Well, no, I, I wouldn't do it on okay, purpose, okay. But, but but once in a while you, you forget that someone's in the shower and you do do it. Good question. Um, you know, it's when we say the, 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 well. I know tankless doesn't do it. Right. And well, and that's what I, that's what I have in my home. So that's what I'm thinking of. But I, yes, there is a, prov- a way to prevent it for sure. Okay. Um, but I don't think it's something that you can do yourself. No, no. I, I'd have to call Roy Inch and Son. Yeah, but it is, it is, can be fixed, no problem yes. whatsoever. Yep. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. Okay, thanks, thanks. Yvonne. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. Yeah, and, it, and, and that's, you know, I'm thinking with tankless, you get endless hot water, and, and the mixing valve prevents that from happening as well. Um, but if, you know, what's You know, in if the, the godfather of plumbing was sitting in the chair, we'd have an answer for you, but... Yeah, well, he's probably listening, so... Yes. We'll have him uh, phone in with his uh, his answer on that if yes. he's listening. But we're going to head right back to the phone lines, and we have uh, Val on the line. Go ahead, Val. Good morning. Good morning. Love your, love your show, guys. Thank you. I'm calling in because I have an issue with my uh, toilet, with the flushing. Okay. Uh, basically, I had a plumber come in. And I uh, bought a brand new toilet. In the last three months, it wouldn't flush through all the time. Okay. So they suggested that I put some vents in the toilet, in the lines. 
And I did that, and it didn't still solve the problem. So they put a snake through the pipes. That didn't solve the problem. So they thought it was between my septic tank and my toilet, and they replaced that, and it still hasn't solved the problem. So I was just wondering if you guys had any suggestions. Now, did you um, – was the toilet before that work fine? Yeah, it was working. Everything was working great up until three months ago. Okay, and and that's how long has the new toilet been in there? Uh, it's, uh, it's about a year old. Oh, okay. Because the first thought was sometimes the toilets in what I'll call the shoot out can not be finished properly and can slowly catch things and and can cause it. Sometimes on a new toilet, it doesn't have the flush power that the old toilet does. Right. So some of the low flush... Um, even though, you know, everybody's low flush, some toilets flush better than others. But if it's been in for a year and this has only showed up in the last three months and they right. snaked it, did they, do you know if they used a hand snake or a power snake? They used a hand snake. And did they pull the toilet or, or not? Yeah, they pulled the toilet. Okay. The first time they came in, they pulled the toilet, they snaked it, and then they put a, a vent in the piping in the basement. Yeah. Okay. And then from there, uh, it still wouldn't flush properly. So they came back about a week later, dug out the septic tank, and they put a new line between the septic tank and the house. Ooh. And then we thought we had the problem solved, but it's still doing the same thing. It will do it. Uh, even if you just throw toilet paper in and you flush it, it doesn't do it all the time. It does it about once every 12 to 15 flushes. Yeah, so it doesn't sound like to me there's anything snuck or stuck. Or there's right. anything in the pipes, it you know, because it would do it all the time. Right. Um, so. You know, air was our next thing. And is there, you know, is the um, dishwasher running when this happens or is it at night or is there well, any pattern to it? The only funny thing is if you drain the tub and there's a plug in it, for some reason the tub waters will, will flush it out. Huh. Yeah, really? it's really weird. <laughs> And then, well, no, I to be honest, I think you got me stumped on that one. Okay. I, so it, I would start looking for a pattern when okay. it does it, kind of, you know, is the washing machine going, what's going right. in the okay. rest of the house and record it. And right. if it happens all the time, it may be something else that's causing that yeah, problem. It's a com- maybe a combination of things. Right. Yeah. Okay. I will uh, make a journal of it, and we'll see what happens. I'll let okay. you guys know. Okay, yeah, thank and you. I may do some investigating on myself and give you a call this week on it as well. Okay, okay. great. I appreciate your time, guys. Great okay. show. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, that, that's not, you know, normally it's an all-the-time thing. Right. You know, that's, that's what we always say when you have an intermittent problem, and we show up and it works fine. It's a difficult time to diagnose, yes. You know, you really have to catch it when it's doing it, or you start guessing and doing things that right. way. Right, and, and you just, yes. In the furnace business, you don't keep on replacing parts to find a problem. You just, you really need to diagnose the problem. Yeah, so... Sorry about that, Val, but we'll uh, we'll check into that. We'll talk to the Godfather too. We'll give him a call and uh, yes. see if he he's ever run up against that and uh, get back to you next week for sure. Yes. Um, we had a call in from uh, Sandy, another Sandy, who sent in an email. Said, "I'm moving into a newer home, so it's not a new home, but newer to her. And how do I know everything's okay and it's going to last a long time?" That's a good question. Obviously, you're, you're, you would have had a home inspector, and he would have had a look at things. Uh, and 
barring that, if you want to go deeper with it, with a deeper diagnosis, then you can certainly call one of our technicians and they can come in and assess the equipment as well. And, and probably, it's probably going to need a maintenance, uh, typically just just to make sure that the equipment is functioning properly. Yeah, so you might, you, you know, have a maintenance done on the furnace and air, maybe get a plumbing inspection that we do where we'll inspect everything in the home. Tag everything. Tag all the, you know, this is for your ice maker upstairs, this is your main shutoff for your house, so that if anything goes wrong, you know what to do. Yeah. But it will also tell you, you know, the equipment is clean, and they can give you an idea if it's in good shape or, you know, you're looking at a year or two. Or, How old it is. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, look at your ducks, see whether they're they're clean or or should be duck cleaned or so forth. But that's a good, you know, what I call a housewarming gift. Yes. If somebody's, uh, you know, family member's moving into a home, give them that. That uh, gets to make sure the equipment is safe and uh, the, you know, peace of mind for them and they don't have to spend any yeah, money. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when you buy a car, you always, if you're taking it out for a test drive, you usually swing it by your mechanic. It's the same sort of thing with your house. Uh have us come out and have a peek at it, and and we'll give you an uh, we'll give you, a, you know what we think is is going on with that. Perfect. Now we should mention we got some coupons on our website at royinch.com. dot com. There's uh, fifteen dollars off a furnace tune up. A um, couple of callers in about their plumbing problems. Go on there. There's twenty five dollars off a service call, and if you mention inch by inch, AM nine eighty. You get double that. That's so right. you get $50 off the plumbing service call or $30 off a furnace tune-up. And they also, we have on there about the uh, furnace and air package we got on yep. where the furnace only costs 1188 We can't double that. You know, we can't, <laughs> but um, that's a pretty good deal. Buy, a, buy an air conditioner and get a furnace for $1,188. Yes. And our duct cleaning coupon, don't forget that. Yeah, that's, well, that's... We, we pulled that off. Did we? We did. Why did we? Well, I don't know why we did, but it is not on there now, so the coupon expired. Oh. But mention the radio show, and Melton will give you $25 off. Okay. But we can't do the 50 but we can do the 25 Well, the 50 so, was such a good deal. Well, it is, and I'm going to talk to them to get it back on, but it will probably be the end of February when we get that back on. We're in starting to get into our busy time for duck cleaning, so that's probably that's why, why it they came. pulled the coupon. So I the... See. Spring cleaning coming up and a beautiful sunny day that we're out there right now. Not like last week when, you know, when you actually had the golf clubs out. Yeah, but it's still a nice day. So I'll be out washing my car today. <laughs> so good day to get that done. And we'll be, you know, Jen will be in bed with the covers pulled up over her trying to get rid of that cold. So hopefully she got some uh, good uh, information on how to get rid of it. Yes. Um, so when we're not on the air... You can uh, get a hold of us at the shop uh, at London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373. And we should mention the St. Thomas Home Show is coming up the weekend of April 1st. That's correct. And the Sarnia Show is coming up the weekend of April 1st. Isn't that an interesting challenge we're going to have, yeah. to be in two places at the same time? So we'll probably have to split ourselves. And you'll be in <laughs> one and I'll be in another. 
And uh, when we'll try to do the radio show on that morning. That will be... That's the other trick. Interesting. Uh, we're yes. going to get that. But And if you're going to Sarnia, not to speed, because we have the little green device in our truck, which tells us how fast we're going. Yes, that's right. We don't want to speed. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and uh, you can always reach us online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of our show at RoyInch.com by hitting the Inch by Inch button on the homepage. Uh, and... Uh, it, all of the shows are there, whether it's this show or a show uh, from a previous Saturday. We want to say thank you to the callers that called in, James, Avon, and uh, Val, and the lady who called in on the her well problem. Yes, we appreciate right. that very much, as yep. well as the emails who came in this week. But like we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. But by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you, see next, you next week. week.